Good evening, everybody. Later than normal, later than planned, live stream for you all, and another episode of a shot of propane. You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. So, uh, we haven't quite got around to answering the remainder of the questions that have come through. Uh, on the question form, we will get to them, I promise. There are some, some corkers, as always. So thank you for submitting them. Um, we will always post relatively frequent ones uh, it's normally when uh, Yusuf and I are spending some time together so I can uh, record him giving stupid answers to serious questions and I have to try and uh, make up lost ground and give a sensible response. Um, today's episode, today what I want to talk about is the subject of Googling your symptoms. may sound a bit odd, but I will explain. So it actually has, has two sides to the equation. One is like the... Um, well, one is what happens when you Google anything that it, that might be wrong with you. Anything from like, uh, my knee hurts to I have a headache, I have a sore throat, whatever. Like that's one side of it. And the other side is like looking the in the wrong place for advice. And so this has come from, I guess, a habit that I have. And it's I'm pretty bad for it, to be honest. Like anytime I have anything wrong with me, um, like any medical symptom, I have this like desire to learn more about it. And this start, started from um, way back when, when Yusuf and I were at uni and we were learning about human physiology and human biology to, down to a cellular level to try and understand things like insulin and glucagon and blood sugar and all those things better. And that led to this like natural curiosity of, oh well, there's this thing that happens inside the human body. I want to learn more about it. And that leads to Googling it, which leads to that becoming like the default thing. So I have this habit that when like I have a headache that goes slightly longer than normal, or uh, I have like my elbow hurts, or I have like a, a symptom that I'm not sure of what it is, the first thing I do is Google it. Now, if you've ever done that before, you will know that the stock reply that or the stock sort of result that you get is I have this relatively common normal thing. So like my knee hurts when I bend it. So I must have a cartilage issue. I must have a meniscus tear. I must need surgery. It always goes from A to Z from like normal symptom to extreme terminal illness. And that's pretty common to the extent that there's even advice issued by professionals, which is not to do this, not to Google your symptoms. And the, the answer is obvious is because there's information attached to any one symptom but it's hard to, to, to find out which is the correct diagnosis without the full picture and I've seen inside Yusuf's Evernote of how much information he has around diagnosing illness as, as part of his medical degree and it is not as simple as like my knee hurts oh it's therefore it's this because there's lots of things to take into consideration and while it's not obviously the same thing I think the reason that I want to talk about it is it's that we see this process happening with a lot of people when they are struggling to get a result in their obviously their health their fitness the way that they look it might be forming a habit or changing their lifestyle in some way they assume that the reason that what they need to do is acquire the information 
is to get the next program, to get the next plan. And that's the same as just saying like, I have something wrong with me, so I'm gonna Google to find out some information about it. And you're gonna find out some information, but more than likely, it may not be right for you. More than likely, it's not applicable, or there's lots of stuff going on that needs to be considered. So training five times a week for 90 to 120 minutes a time, I don't know why I said that, one and a half to two hours a time, is probably not appropriate for you if you're working long hours, or you're a single parent, or maybe you don't like the training session. So that's a very sort of basic example of the more, much more complex thing of obviously like diagnosing an illness and giving the correct training plan are obviously different things, but the tendency is the same. Is like, I have something I wanna try and do, so I'm just gonna get more information about it. I'm just gonna get the next plan. And actually, the reason why the information on the internet is very rarely right for you is because it doesn't take in the full picture. And that's the most important thing. And the other side of this that I wanna talk about, which is the more extreme side or the more insidious side, is where people use the wrong, people go to the wrong sources for their information. And so Yusuf and I started doing this when we were looking in like muscle and fitness and men's health for training advice. And there's nothing wrong with them necessarily, but they're not appropriate for 90% of people who are looking to just lose fat and gain muscle. It's very, either very extreme advice in the muscle and fitness context, or it's very generic, quite watered down advice in the context of men's health and men's fitness. And that's, that's one side of it, but then you see the, the side of it now where there's personal trainers giving specific nutritional advice when they're not qualified to do so. You see uh, personal trainers giving health and medical advice on diagnosing illness when they're not qualified to do so. Um, and people using the internet to do things that should be treated by medical professionals, by a psychotherapist, by someone who is qualified to deal with that specific illness, that specific condition. And so I suppose the lesson and the application of what I'm trying to say is, when you are trying to do something when it comes to you, when it comes to changing your health, changing your physique, changing your fitness, don't think that you can just be pigeonholed into a box just because you think you understand all of the, all of the dimensions of the equation. The reason why people make a living in industries that are, when they are professionally helping people, whether that's a personal trainer or whether that's a doctor, is that they are able to take the full picture into consideration. Something that when you are trying to do it yourself, you're often not objective enough. You often don't have the gap to be able to make a decision objectively. You, are, you get pulled in one direction by marketing or you get pulled in another direction by panic and fear if you're diagnosing your own condition and you suddenly think there's something seriously wrong with you because Google says so. And more often than not, the full picture changes the direction that you need to go into. And often thinking about things rationally and without emotion getting in the way, again, leads to a different direction that we maybe can't see ourselves when we either want things to go away really, really quickly or we want results really, really quickly. And so the, the, the absolute lesson is get professional help with whatever it is you're trying to change, but get it from the right people. So don't expect your personal trainer or your fitness coach to also be someone who is gonna give you medical advice, to also be someone who is gonna give you psychological help and psychological advice, because they aren't, that isn't their area of expertise. They aren't qualified to do that. So that's today's lesson. That's today's shot of propane. Hope you have a good evening and we'll speak soon.